Welcome to Season 3 of the Eugene Life, the Tell Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Stansbury, and I am here in my studio located at the Keller Williams offices in Eugene on Suzanne Way. In today's episode, I connect with my old triathlon teammate, Alexanne Wesley. She is the Executive Director of Our Community Birth Center, and we discuss the top five best things to do with a toddler. I am here with Executive Director of Our Community Birth Center, Alexanne Westlake. When I asked Alexanne to join the podcast, she mentioned that she would love to include a birth center mother's perspective. This made me so happy and gave me so much confidence in Our Community Birth Center and in Alexanne as the Executive Director. Having clients' voice involved in all aspects of a service is so important. Um, Then I thought, hey, I happen to know the best mom in the entire world, and I asked her to join us today. But I'm partial. Jenny Sansbury has uh, joined us also. Alexanne, Jenny, thank you for joining us. How are you two doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Me too. Yeah, you're not biased or anything. <laughs> I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexanne, before we uh, um, talk about um, the top five things to do with a toddler in our area, why don't you, and before we start talking about the, our, our community birth center, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Um, you know, where you're from, your passions, that kind of stuff. Great. Thanks. My name is Alexanne Westlake. And as you mentioned, I'm the executive director of our community birth center. I'm also a certified nurse midwife and I was born and raised here in Lane County. I grew up in Pleasant Hill, um, happened to be born actually with the assistance of a certified nurse midwife here in our community. So so cool. I love that. This, um, this community is very near and dear to my heart and my family and it's my forever home. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so I actually first got to n- meet you years ago when we were you were in grad school. Was that right? Or I was an undergrad. You were an at undergrad. The U of O. Were mm-hmm. you an undergrad? Yeah, okay. we met, and I was an undergrad at the U of O studying Spanish. Very cool. Okay. Yeah, I was an undergrad too, um, and uh, we were on the the Oregon triathlon team together, and it was kind of fun to to connect all these years later. Um, specifically, it was actually at our uh, birth center appointment, and you happened to be our. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, uh, our our midwife. At that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, it was one of those like, wait, I know you. <laughs> wait, we're Facebook friends still. <laughs> that happens, especially yeah. since I grew up here. That's happened with people who I went to high school with and, and college with. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, before we have Alexanne talk a little bit about what a birth center is, I thought I'd uh, have Jenny talk about um, you know, we last, so at September of 2018, we had a baby at, um, the Peace Health Midwifery Birth Center, which is no longer around. Um, so anyways, so Jenny, I was kind of wondering if you could give your experience and why, uh, you thought it was important that we give birth at a birth center. Yeah, for sure. Um, Aaron and I are sharing a microphone, by the way, and our faces <laughs> were like right next to each other. Just It's good that we're married. Um, so initially when, um, we got pregnant, it was something that was very, very important to me to really look into the birth center more, um, years and years ago, before we were even thinking about starting a family, um, one of my closest friends started, um, when she got pregnant, she used the birth center. And that was the very first time I had known anyone, Um, that had given birth at a birth center. So that was sort of my introduction. And over the years, I heard people say here and there, 
um, yeah, I'm going to use the birth center. So when it was time, I was so excited to get to experience what that was like because I'd heard nothing but positive things. Um, and when it came time to go tour and check it out from the second Aaron and I walked in, it felt like a home. And I mean, prior to knowing what a birth center was, it was hospital birth or birthing at home. And while I think it's great to birth at home with a midwife, that is not in my comfort zone. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily want to do that, but I love when other women do. So I kind of thought, well, I guess it's a hospital. And then here we were at this place that felt so welcoming and um, the rooms where you actually go through labor and delivery, it's, it's a bedroom and it's so inviting and it's a really hard time when you're dealing with all that pain and all that vulnerability. Um, so having this, this environment was great. Um, on top of that, I really, really felt passionately about having an unmedicated birth. Um, I really wanted to approach birth from the standpoint of this is a natural thing that my body is designed to do. Um, it doesn't need to have all these medical interventions or, or anything like that. So I really wanted to treat it as this beautiful thing that I didn't have to be in a hospital for, if that makes any sense. Um, and the birth center offered all of those things. Um, and on top of that, I felt extremely confident, especially as I got to know all the midwives more. They are so professional and knowledgeable and comforting. Um, and they ended up being exactly what I needed to give birth to my little Margaret. Um, and it just, it was so great. So if I can do that over and over with every pregnancy, not like I'm going to have a lot of pregnancies. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that, but that is what I want. So it was great. We need uh, to have a birth center so you can have that next pregnancy. I know. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Um, it, it, and actually, uh, it, fun fact also is uh, Alex Ann was actually our um, – we had we had two midwives during when Jenny was giving birth, and Alexanne was the the first shift of that, and uh, so that's really cool that um, that I can have this relationship with someone who has, I mean, had such a big part of our life, and it's occurring to me, Alexanne, that that we're talking about the birth center, um, and you live like the birth center, like that's what you do every day of everything that's that my you're, life. yeah, that's your <laughs> life right now, but there's probably a lot of people who who really don't know even the first thing about a birth center. So why don't you give us kind of a, I guess like a uh, 100 level course on that in like, I don't know, a couple minutes. Sure, <laughs> sure. A birth center in, um, in the case that we talk about is defined by the American Association of Birth Centers. So it is a facility that is based in the community or you could say freestanding from a hospital. It is a healthcare facility, but as Jenny was describing, it's set up to look like a home and feel like a home so that it's welcoming. So no matter where you're coming from, no matter what you've experienced in your life prior to coming in to receive care, it can feel like a welcoming, comfortable, safe space. <clears throat> the birth center is um, staffed with midwives and nurses and lactation consultants and support staff who are all specialized in providing the care that they provide, which includes um, pregnancy care, birth, postpartum care, um, care of the newborn, lactation support, and also women's health care and family planning. So it branches out even beyond the pregnancy and birth part as well. Yeah, I just want to shout out to the fact that after having Margaret, 
I got to have the nurses who are also lactation specialists come to our house several times to answer all the questions, weigh, weigh Maggie, do all these things. And that's amazing. A lot of mothers I know who give birth in hospitals, they don't get that. They don't have nurses coming out to them. It was great because the last thing you want to do is take a three-day-old and go back into the hospital or to the doctor's office. Yeah. It's really all about those wraparound services. Families are so appreciative of the support where we're really embracing them with all these services to help them on their journey from preconception all the way through parenting and being there for them all the way. And having that all available in one this one location, yeah. one warm and welcoming location, in addition to going to their home for <laughs> home visits after the baby's mm-hmm. born as well. So it's that's what a birth center is in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot more details that I could share. And when our community birth center opens up, you'll have to come and have a tour Great. to learn more. Great. We'd like that. And so just, I mean, so some of the key points that I, you know, I, I thought of were, I, I know in the state of Oregon, you have to be, and I don't know if it's different in other states, um, but you're 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 not people who just have a passion for birth and want to help people. You're you're all highly trained. Everyone is trained and licensed. Yes, certified nurse midwives have a bachelor's degree in nursing and a master's degree in midwifery. And then nurses have their bachelor's degree in nursing and also on top of that study and do a certification in lactation. And then the birth center itself is a nationally accredited facility. So we are um, actually accredited as a birth center and go through a rigorous process to get that accreditation to demonstrate and um, that we're upholding the national safety standards. So I, I assume with all of this, it's extremely expensive and way more expensive than a hospital birth? <laughs> it's not. It's more time intensive. We certainly are spending more time one-on-one with our clients. So there, it is more time intensive, but birth center is more affordable for the family and more um, and better cost for the healthcare system mm-hmm. than a hospital birth. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I know that we don't know what the the building is going to look like, but I know that when we gave birth, it was really great that, you know, my parents were able to come. Jenny's whole family came. They and, weren't all in the room. Let me oh, make that clear. Yeah. That would have been too much. So there was like a, there was like a family room style kind of setup where there was even like a small kitchen and a TV and they could just be there and be there for us. You know, they weren't in this, they, they could be at the birth without being in the same room. And right next door. Right next door, and we were, were able to support us. So that was um, mm-hmm. really cool. And Jenny had a hard <laughs> birth, um, you know, and so it wasn't a sh- it wasn't a short birth, no. um, but you you did it, and you were a rock star, and and uh, you probably I, I honestly don't know anybody else who could have done that, but uh, again, I'm partial. Alex and has seen a lot of people do it. <laughs> so after Jenny um, Jenny's birth, I think it's okay to share this. I yeah. changed the story I tell when I give tours at the birth center because oh. I came back and visited after the baby was born, and the family room was overflowing with people <laughs> having like this giant potluck. And so now <laughs> every time I give food. a tour, I'm like, and some people have their whole family come and bring a whole potluck and you can do that if you want, but you don't have to. <laughs> I, I think we had uh, barbecue food we and the did. whole place probably smelled like barbecue oh, yeah. for we a apologize. week. Yeah. <laughs> Both of our families love food. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, so before uh, we, we talk about the top five things to do with a toddler in our area. Here's a short commercial. All right, Alex Ann, um, before we jump into our top five list, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came up with this list, uh, why you decided this was a, a list to talk about? 
I, in addition to being a midwife, am the mother of a three-year-old, very active, busy little boy named Peregrine. He's so cute. So cute. (laughs) And so I'm just all about parenting and what kind of things can you do with your kids and So this is a really fun topic for me to talk about what can you do with your toddler or preschool age kid. And I would say these things are also things you can do with older kids or babies as well. I'm going to learn a lot today because Mags is just now at the point where we're doing a lot more stuff outside of the house. So this is really fun. Yeah, she's a young toddler. That's good. Um, Were there any – so we have a top five list. Were there any that didn't quite make the list, but were were close? (laughs) Yes. Yes, there were. So um, playgrounds, all of our local playgrounds was one that didn't make the list. Do you have a favorite? We really like Tugman Park in South Eugene. They just redid it this year, and it's really nice. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Um, Do you have a favorite, Jenny? Oh, a lot of the smaller ones, specifically in the summer, ones that have little splash pads Mm. are really, Mm -hmm. really fun. Um, And then – just recently, we discovered the new redone Amazon Park, which I know is like mm-hmm. a big deal, but it's huge and it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Another one that didn't make the list was Adventure Children Museum. Oh. They're in Valley River Mall and they're awesome. I've never been there. Really good. Mm-hmm. So what age group do you think would be good for that? Oh, that one's really good for toddlers mm-hmm. all the way up through um, young elementary kids. Awesome. Very cool. We. So I'm going to give one shout out to a little we, – we live in Cresswell and we live really close to, to uh, uh, is it the Harry Holt Park mm-hmm. or is it Bertha? It's Harry Holt Park right there in, on Forster. Holt Park. Okay. No, I think it's called Bertha. <laughs> okay. Is it not? Or maybe Harry? I don't remember. Obviously Either way. It's a little park in it Crestwell. Matters park. A lot. And it's a really nice park. Um, I think it's a, it's a great one. It's and we, very have, cute. we go to that one often. And, you know, before we jump in, I'd also like to add that – I was a midwife before I became a mom, and I've always um, valued that because you don't have to have given birth to be able to support people through giving birth and pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But becoming a mom myself just really made me realize that the pregnancy and the birth, yes, they're very important. They're very significant, and it's good to prepare for them, but we need to prepare for parenting. Oh, my goodness, yes. Like, so whatever I can do as a midwife to help get families ready for parenting because that's the rest of your life. Oh, and it's so important, everything you do. Wow. Absolutely. Number. Why don't we start with number five and then go to one? Okay. Um, so what would be number five on your list for the top five things to do? Okay, so number five would actually be to – so number five is actually drop them off for a play date with someone else. (laughs) And I love it. And go out for a date with your partner or with a friend. And how I suggest doing this is when you've got a baby, um, get to know some other families who also have a baby or young kids and yeah. do some play dates where all the parents are there so you can all get to know each yeah. other. The parents and the kids can get really comfortable with each other and get to know each other. Sometimes if you have family, and um, then that's an easy way mm-hmm. to do it. But but if you don't, you can still make friends with some other parents and get to know each other well. And then, then you can do trades, and yeah. it's free. You don't have to pay for a babysitter. You just say, okay, this night you take the kids for a couple yeah. hours, and we're going out, and the next night we'll take them. Everyone walks away happier. I feel like kids love playing with other kids. Parents desperately need time separate (laughs) and together with their spouse. So that's really good. I like that one. Um, Before we jump into that, I'm sure some of these are going to be ways you can meet other parents. But what are are some ways that maybe you'd suggest meeting a parent that, you know, that 
mm-hmm. you might leave your kid with. <laughs> yeah. So I've met, oh gosh, where have I met parents through? So I have met parents um, potentially through your work. So mm-hmm. there might be other parents who you work with who would be a good starting point. There's also um, some things will come up in our other topics. Yeah. So you can but, hold those off. Oh, and yeah. another one is during your childbirth classes. Yes. So do oh, childbirth yes. classes, do breastfeeding classes when you're pregnant and get to know those parents and get their contact info because yes. they're going to have babies the same age and they're going to be the perfect fit. You're going to be going through the same issues at the same time and that support is so important. That's great. Great advice. That's great. Number four. Number four to do with your toddler or preschool age kid is get outside. And a couple good examples. In Springfield, we love going to Doris Ranch. So They've got these big um, hazelnut orchards. You can walk around on the paths. They have some historic farm things. Like there's this old tractor that my son loves sitting on. And so that's one in Springfield. And then in Eugene, the Cascade Raptor Center is a nonprofit um, rehabilitation center Mm -hmm. for raptors, birds of prey. And we love going there. And it's like a little hike. You walk around on the paths and see the different birds. And, of course, Peregrine is my son's name, and he loves it because the bird is same name, Mommy, same (laughs) name. (laughs) That's really, really cute. I used to nanny years ago right after college, and the two girls I nannied for um, both sponsored birds Mm, at the Raptor Center. So we often went to look at the birds they sponsored, and they are so great with kids there. They love having the kids visit, and it's just a really good environment. Alexanne, that's great. Um, How about number three? Number three is going to the swimming pool. With your little one. I think it's important for kids to feel comfortable in the water and start to learn how to swim. Also, it's just fun and relaxing. Oh, yeah. The two swimming pools I recommend most are Splash in mm-hmm. Springfield. It has a great little pool for little kids that's a little warmer and yeah. safe. And then also Tamarack Pool in South Eugene is a warm saltwater pool. And they also have a ramp that's great for kids to play on. I'm glad you mentioned Tamarack. That's my favorite I love taking Maggie there, and yeah, she loves the water. She would, uh, she, she spends the entire time just trying to get out of my arms and go swimming on her own, <laughs> yeah. which is not safe. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun pool, especially in the winter time too. Oh, it feels so good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Great, and I, I, I'm thinking about um, you know sometimes you have friends who are living at you know or, or maybe yourself you're living at a. Uh, uh, an apartment that has you know swimming pools there. Oh and yeah, some of them do. Yeah, we went and we went and did that last year over at, at one, a friend's uh, you know apartment. So, anyways, mm-hmm. there's lots of like ways you yeah. can get a little bit creative too during certain times mm-hmm. of the year. And I've gotten to know. We talked about ways to meet other parents. I've met other parents at the swimming pool and oh. connected with people that way and started a conversation. So that's that is a place where you can meet people. It's, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. All right, number two. Number two is our libraries. Eugene and Springfield both have excellent public libraries. If you haven't checked it out before or if you haven't looked at the kids section before, Mm -hmm. they have play areas. It's not just books, although books are wonderful, and I do encourage you to check out some books (laughs) when you're there. But they have play areas for the kids that are awesome. Peregrine loves them, both Eugene and Springfield. We live in Eugene, but sometimes we drive over to Springfield to go there because it's so nice. Yeah. I had a feeling that you were going to bring those up, but that's that's a way I would have thought would have been a great way to meet other parents. Um, yes. Jenny's been taking Maggie there since, I mean, really early on to, yeah. why don't you tell a little bit about that and, 
maybe even get some times if you know those. Yeah, on top of the the play areas they have, which really are wonderful, <clears throat> and they don't expect your kid to be a hundred percent silent. Like right. they it's, they want they them can be to loud. play. <laughs> yes, um, I feel like sometimes that stresses parents out. Like, oh my gosh, I can't go in the library. My child is not silent. No child is, um, but they have wonderful programs for story time, read aloud. They have music classes um, in multiple languages. And I know that at all the different branches in the community, they have their own small story times um, that are typically all ages. But at the Eugene and Springfield, they have baby story time, toddler story time, all the way up. And the kids love it. Um, it's just mm-hmm. a fun time to come together, get your kids they do socialized. Lots of little songs. They do. It's singing. It's dancing. They have instruments and toys and puppets. They love it. So, and it's free, which is a really great thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things add up if you are taking them to all these classes, but they're really, really great. So I yeah, highly- there's lots of options to get out with your kid and yeah. meet other parents. I also have met other parents at I Baby Story Time at the mm-hmm. library, and. Um, And as a midwife, I've also had uh, other parents in the library be like, do I know you? You look (laughs) familiar. Maybe you do. Were you there at the most vulnerable time of my life? (laughs) We we, we have that happening uh, at uh, one of the guys who works at Trader Joe's. Every time, every time we go in there, he's like, "Hey, Maggie," because he sees your story time with his. uh, uh, Was it? He has a little. He has a little girl. Little girl. Yeah. (laughs) When I saw him at. Uh, baby story time. I'm like, you look familiar. And he's like, I get that a lot. I work at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very well uh, visited store. That's awesome. So we've gone through we've gone through the four of the top five. Jenny, do you have any to add before we uh, um, go to Alexan's number one? You know, uh, she mentioned some of my top ones. Um, one that I wanted to mention was the Crux Climbing Gym. I know that quite a few of my friends will take their toddlers or preschoolers or or older um, to just go play on the wall and experience it. And they're totally okay with that because they have a kid's wall. Um, But it's just a fun, different thing to try. And kids love climbing and moving. Um, And then also right across the street is Bounce Gymnastics Center. And that is just a fun place to go. Sometimes with open gyms, specifically in the winter, it gets a little crowded um, but it's the kids don't care. They love it. It's more the parents that are like, wow, this is overwhelming. Yeah, we like both those ones too. Yeah. That's awesome. And I actually just had um, Lindsay Cooper from Identity Dance Company. I know she has uh, uh, dancing classes for for toddler age children also. So I imagine that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Alexanne, why don't you uh, give us your number one thing to do with a toddler? Number one thing to do with your toddler is stay home. Whoa. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) I love it. I know that there's a lot of pressure on parents to be teaching their kids all these things and exposing them to all these things. And in all honesty, what your kid really needs is just time with you. And that can be in the comfort of your home, in your Mm -hmm. pajamas, Mm -hmm. without taking a shower. And so, well, maybe take a shower if you want to, if that's a personal Whatever's preference. Whatever's for your, for your personal yeah. preference. But, <laughs> but you can read books. You can play with toys. You can do chores together. Yeah. Your kid just wants to spend time with you, and they love you. And there's um, you don't actually have to go out anywhere. Yeah, that's um, my mom who – she had four kids, me being one of them. Um, she's always said that she really believes that um, quantity – 
of time with your kids is even more important than the quality. And to explain that, it sounds a little negative, but kids really just want you there. So you don't have to be a thousand percent engaged at every second. Um, You just need to be there for them and engaging with them throughout the day. And they just love that. It it goes a long way. Peregrine, he wants me to just sit and watch what he's doing and let Mm -hmm. him guide the play. Like, I don't have to make up these extravagant games or things to do. You don't have to plan an activity. He guides it and he just wants me to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And this makes it easier for me. Yeah. I also feel that um, we often, I know a lot of people talk about needing to socialize their kids and, oh, my kid is not around other kids enough. And all of that is very important. But your kid is going to learn how to interact with other kids through their interactions with you. So every <clears throat> time you're playing a role play game or using your imagination or they're learning how to interact with someone in a really positive way that they, when when the time comes developmentally, they're going to transfer that to a friend. Um, and so that's going to go so far. Um, so it's all just very meaningful. I love that. That's a good top top one. We've clearly clearly hit on something that Jenny has experience with. <laughs> I have. I happen to know a lot about children, and it's my passion. Not just because I have one. I used to be a teacher. Yeah. Very good. So before we uh, we jump to the next section, um, Alexanne, why don't you? Uh, um, so we're recording this in December of 2019, and it's and it's going to be released this month. Um, but why don't you give us uh, maybe some ways that people can get involved with the Birth Center? Yes, there is so much right now that people can do to get involved and support our Community Birth Center. We are just launching our capital fundraising campaign to start up this new birth center. Our mission is to restore birth center services to Lane County. So part of that means that we're having an event next week, December 11th at Capitola Wines. We'd love to have you join us. Mm -hmm. Also on our website, which is ourcommunitybirthcenter.org. You can uh, sign up to volunteer. You can fill out our community survey where we're gathering input from community members about what they would like to see at the birth center. And you can also donate. We're looking for support from the community to get this up and running. And donations of all amounts are very helpful to show that there is wide community support for having a birth center in Lane County. Yeah. We need one. And there's just none right one. now. We need one. Yes, we need one. There's no birth center. There has been a nurse mother free birth center in Lane County for 40 years. Mm. It's been since the late 1970s, and this and now there's not. Yeah. So this is really there's a high need to have a birth center, and the community deserves to have that choice available. Yeah, women, women and families, men, everyone, they feel so passionately about it. I have a friend who literally said, "I don't want to get pregnant again till I have that option." Um, and that's that's not a one-person sentiment. A lot of people feel so strongly that this is something that our community needs. So get behind it any, any way you can. You can also reach me um, either through our website or at our community birth center at gmail.com. So. Hi, I'm Aaron Stansbury, a broker with Keller Williams Eugene Springfield, the host of the Eugene Life podcast and your Lane County real estate expert. Did you know that statistically you or someone you know is looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate every month? So if you are ready to reap the benefits of owning your own home, or maybe you have outgrown your current home and need an extra bedroom, please think of me, Aaron Stansbury. You can contact me at my website, theeugenelife.com. That is theeugenelife.com. Alexanne, we like to end every episode with shout-outs to people and places that are helping make our community great. 
Um, I'll share mine while you think of someone or some place that you d- that deserves a shout out. Um, I want to give a big shout out to North Eugene Automotive. Uh, Brian Slater and his team have been such a blessing to my family. Um, they are our go-to place for uh, to take care of our cars. Um, I find them to be super honest and trustworthy. And unfortunately, in the auto repair world, I don't know that that's always a given. Um, thank you, North Eugene Auto, uh, for being a place that I feel confident in referring my friends and family to. Um, Alexanne? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to Mary Carpenter. She is a certified nurse midwife in our community, and she's the president of the board of directors of our community birth center. And she's one of the midwives who helped care for my mom when she was pregnant with me. So she felt me moving around when I was still just <laughs> inside the belly. That's so cool. And um, she has been a huge help as our president of our board of directors and is the perfect person for that role. So I'm very grateful to have her as part of our community. And and she has been part of our community for many, many years. She's probably taking care of some of the people who are listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's true. Awesome. I have a random question. Let's hear it. How many births have you been a part of, Alexanne? I just added up my numbers the other day, and I have attended 434 births. Wow. Wow. Now, when you add in um, C-sections where I have assisted Mm -hmm. and births where I've proctored new midwives or students, it's even more than that. Wow. That's amazing. That is a lot. It's like you know what you're doing or something. And, and Mary probably has attended over 2,000. Oh, wow. That's a pretty great knowledge base and experience base to have as your um, president of the board. That's wonderful. That's so great. Alexanne, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, listeners, be sure to follow our Community Birth Center on Instagram and Facebook and visit www.ourcommunitybirthcenter.org to support this cause. Please rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. Please leave us a comment and tell us who deserves a local shout out and who is in your, and what is in your top five list um, when uh, taking a toddler out in our community. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the tell podcast. And remember you or someone, you know, is looking to buy, sell or invest in real estate. Contact me, Aaron Stansbury. You can contact me by emailing, Aaron at the eugenelife.com. That's A A R O N at the eugenelife.com.